Wolf and Luke. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Ron Wolfley. This is going to make me look kind of freaky. Luke Lipinski. The great Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Devaluing the word great if you follow for Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Wolf and Luke. 98.7 FM. Arizona's sports station. Spencer Keatsman, Tim Ring, in for Wolf and Luke today. Final hour of the show. And joining us now on the 72-sold sports line is the Cardinals sideline reporter, Paul Calvisi. Paul, how's the uh, the mood, I guess, with the Cardinals right now and in that facility based off the news we're hearing about DeAndre Hopkins and James Conner for that matter, but especially D-Hop needing that second opinion on that knee? What are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, it's hard not to uh, think back and try and remember a situation where a player with any injury in any sport got a second opinion and it got better, right? (laughs) Maybe, just maybe. But um, I'm kind of surprised at the end of the game, you know, he was hobbling and and James Conner. But really, I mean, Diop didn't go back in the game for that final possession, but he was going up and down the sideline and, you know, trying to work the leg and all that. And it was uncertain at that time what exactly it was. But, you know, he was moving around. And honestly, I didn't think too much about it. Maybe he had restrained the hamstring. But if you're talking second opinion, uh, of course, your mind automatically goes to, wow, could this be something that threatens the rest of his season? Yeah, Paul, I mean, let's be honest. you You don't want to say this is definitely what's happening. But in my experience of covering sports professionally and collegiately, for over three decades, usually when second opinions are involved, it, it it involves surgery. You know, do 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 we do we do we have surgery or can can, can we get by without it? So just that fact alone, um, if that's what's on the table here, so you you, you 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 hope for the best, but certainly the Cardinal fan base right now, wow, it is a scary time uh, with DeAndre Hopkins in that knee when you start talking about second opinions. You know, and you think about the knee, and obviously, you know, you think ACL, okay, it could be worse, you know, it could be bad, it could be, but it could be the MCL, which, you know, at times guys can strain or there can be a slight tear, and that can be four to six to eight weeks. So maybe that's where the second opinion comes in. Now, I, I couldn't be speculating any more than I am right now. I have no idea. I'm just saying right. that it isn't absolute. Like, I do remember Larry Fitzgerald midway through his career. Don't quote me on exactly when it was. But he took a hit from the side and strained the MCL. And I think he missed two games, maybe three, which I think was the longest time he was down with injury in his career. And that's what it was. It was his ability to recover, like a lot of players can, from an MCL. So maybe that's where the second opinion comes in. Yeah, and Paul, the the Cardinals, uh, Hopkins has missed a game or two. Obviously, Kyler, has uh, he missed the entire month of November. I know there was a, a bye week there. But they, they kind of skated by and were able to win some games. Now, obviously, losing at home three times is is always frustrating. And you know, But the Cardinals have been road warriors this year. Uh, do you think this team long-term could be built to maybe figure out a way to win in in the clutch situations of the playoffs without Hopkins? I mean, what what do you think that, that they can do to sort of, I guess, change the way offensively uh, they plan for games, knowing that they may not have their best wide receiver? Well, he's obviously missed more games this season than he has in his entire career mm-hmm. before 2021, right? He had missed all of two games entering this season. He's missed three. 
And, and now we'll see where this goes. Cardinals won two of those three, and they won two of those games with Colt McCoy. Look, other teams have had to deal with it. Uh, yeah, we just saw one on Monday night. Uh, you know, there was Cooper Cup, and there was OBJ and Van Jefferson minus Robert Woods. And, and a lot of those guys on that Rams team will tell you that Robert Woods is really the guy who, who, who stirred that drink for a lot of those receivers. He did a lot of the dirty work, and he was dynamic. Well, he's done for the season. We saw Aaron Rodgers come in here on Thursday night minus his top three receivers and beat the Cardinals. So if that's the reality, the Cardinals won't be the only team coping with that dynamic. And obviously they have a pretty deep receiver room and Cliff Kingsbury, he knows how it's different. When D hop is out there coverages, they rotate to his side. I asked D hop about it a couple weeks ago upon his return. He knows it. Everyone knows it. You get different coverages when number 10 is on the field. Uh, but it doesn't mean you can't move the ball. And, and we've seen other teams do it and do it very well. You know, Paul Calvisi, I, there's an old saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And, and I don't mean to be a Pollyanna and, and be, uh, you know, paint a rosy picture here that, that maybe isn't so rosy. I, I get it. The good ship Cardinals taking on some water. And they're 3-3 three and three in their last six. Individual battle-wise, they got manhandled at the line of scrimmage. On both sides at times in that game on Monday night, they had no answer for Aaron Donald. Robert Alford and Byron Murphy had no answer for Cooper Cup. Uh, They got beat in that game, no question about it. I still believe, and I don't know about you, a lot of the Cardinal wounds, though, are at times self-inflicted. Penalties, game management stuff. At times, you know, football strategy that might not be the smartest. But again, I think those are things that can be corrected going into the playoffs, and I'd rather, and Cliff talked about this today, I'd rather almost have them, when you talk about a young coach and a young quarterback, make those mistakes in the regular season and learn from them so it doesn't happen in the postseason when you lose and go home. So I I, I hold out this hope that these 10 wins were not an aberration, that this is still a good football team, a great football team, and can still go to the Super Bowl if they can clean some things up on both sides of the football and in terms of the way that Cliff Kingsbury manages the football game, what say you? Well, we know a couple of things about this team. One, they respond well to a challenge. So there's a challenge in front of them right now. Can they get back to playing their best ball at the most critical time? Zach Ertz talked about it. That was a big challenge with an Eagles team he was on that, that won him a ring. They were the number one seed, but they had to make sure they were playing their best at the critical times. And he actually went on and brought it up himself. He likened the Eagles practices that year to what the Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury are doing, a lot of one-on-ones, intense practices, Wednesday, Thursday especially. And he he thinks that's beneficial. Okay, the next challenge is the home record. It's very real. It's no longer a fluke when – you know, you're plus 17 in turnover ratio on the road and minus seven at home. What, what does that mean? What is going on? You've lost three in a row at home, and it's not just the opponents. I get it, the Packers and the Rams, but it's the brand of ball. It's just not as clean. It's not quite as intense. And, and, what is, and you know what, guys? Your next home game, guess what, is on Christmas night. So if distractions and focus are an issue at home, and now you've got Christmas Eve and Christmas morning before you play a game against Jonathan Taylor and that Colts offensive line, look out. We'll see. It it could really be exposed on Christmas night, in my opinion, if you don't get that corrected. But, again, this team, what I like about it is what Christian Kirk said at the very beginning of this year in a post-game radio interview. I had him right after that big win against the Titans. And his comment was, you know what, the leaders in that locker room, we're not letting stuff slide this year. 
And then he said after this last loss, and looked me right in the eye and on, on Mike, said, you know what, we're going to be harsh in our criticism of ourselves. And, and I think that's a huge difference in the DNA of this team versus last year. And guys do keep it real. There are times where I see leaders on the team, on the sideline, airing out younger players. They're the bad cop, and the assistant coaches are the good cop. It's really interesting. I've never seen that before, wow. but the players are holding each other accountable. So now, okay, there's a lot to correct. You're, you're right, Tim. I mean, think about it. Cardinals had the second-best quarterback on that field Monday night. They had the second-best receiver group on the field that night. They obviously had the second-best pass-rushing group. <laughs> I mean, when Aaron Donald has 14 quarterback pressures and you as a team had 10, and the Rams were missing two of their starting offensive linemen, including their right tackle and their center, and you still, I mean, after the game, Wolf and I looked at each other and said, really? The Cardinals had three sacks of Matthew Stafford? It certainly didn't feel like it. So we'll see how this team responds. So far on the road, obviously, they've been dominant. Every single win has been by double digits. Paul, thanks for joining us. We will uh, hear from you Sunday morning in Detroit when uh, the Cardinals travel to take on the Lions. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, have a good rest of your week. We'll hear from you Sunday. You know, it's good to see Wolf is returning normalcy, not the rest of the world, but, you know, he takes off all of July and half of December. So oh. at, least, at least Wolf is back to normalcy. So oh. that's good. <laughs> all right. Shots fired here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Paul Calvisi, for joining us. Uh, after losing 10 pounds while sick and missing two games, DeAndre Ayton returned last night and made his presence known. We'll get into his performance with the Phoenix Suns and their wind in Portland. That's next on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Well, I tried playing some sound there from DeAndre Eight and Tim Ring, but no, I, I screwed it up because I had the wrong button pressed. I didn't even have the mic on. Your skills that was are just rusty. a complete mess. Yeah, I mean, I haven't hosted a show in a while now, Those and are the uh, you know, these are certain things that you just sort of forget. It's something <laughs> as simple as uh, you know, just hitting a button to turn on the sound. But anyways, uh, here's DeAndre Ayton after missing the game against the Clippers on Monday night, where he was with the team. Uh, he just wasn't quite ready to play yet. He told uh, them that he, they, that he would be ready to play. Uh, Chris just said that on the plane ride here, that you were saying, I'll be ready. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you know, I mean, they know how I am. I, I talk with my chest, you know, and I mean it too. So, um, you know, uh, everybody feels a little down after the loss. I'm thinking, don't worry about nothing. I'll be back. We don't lose two in a row. You know what I'm saying? Just uplifting my guys. It's the NBA at the end of the day. It's hard to win in the league. You need everybody. So just letting them know I, I got y'all back, man. That that don't lose two in a row mentality is not only great, but it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot. I mean, you look at the great teams throughout the years, dating way, way back. Great teams don't lose two in a row. They just don't. I mean, and if they do, it's it's kind of an anomaly the Phoenix Suns aren't built like that. They may drop a game here where if they're tired or, you know, coming, you know, the Golden State game, where, which I agree, they are better than the Warriors. They are a better basketball team. They beat them uh, with fresh legs earlier that week. And then Golden State that week got the entire week off. Suns had where, a play. Whereas yeah. the Suns had to go to Detroit 
take care of the Pistons, hop on a plane, fly back to the West Coast, and then play the next night uh, kind of burnt out a little bit, and then that's when their losing streak or their winning streak ended. And they didn't have Devin Booker that exactly. Night, you so, know? and plus it's you know, plus the, the Warriors are good too. I, I, I the, the Suns. Let's be honest. No, did anybody really think the Suns were going to win both of those games? Maybe even with Devin Booker. Uh, you know, listen. I I think the we don't lose two games in a row thing. I, I almost think it's a mini psychological goal the team has instilled. Uh, in its own locker room and given itself to a certain extent to to not allow complacency, you know, Mm -hmm. to not allow bad habits to form, to not let even the smallest, slightest losing streak begin. Because at the end of the day, I mean, the the Suns are 22-5. and If they lose that game last night for their second straight loss, is it really the end of the world? Is it going to matter in the Western Conference race uh, in April? Probably not to a certain extent. Uh, but by the Suns kind of setting this kind of internal goal of never losing two games in a row, I think it's a way of keeping them energized, focused, and excited, and uh, the, coming to the arena every night with the mentality uh, that that we're not going to give this one away. And that's what I talked about earlier in the show today. What's so great about the Suns team and why they are such a joy and a pleasure to watch is they bring it each and every night. Arizona Sports breaking news. All righty, guys. So, some bad news. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter and Jeremy Fowler, Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is expected to miss the rest of the regular season with a sprained knee, but the team is hopeful to get him back at some point in the postseason. All right. All right. So, there there we go. That, that That's what the second opinion was about. Do we need to have surgery on that thing? And with a sprained knee, generally not. Uh, you know, I don't think those guys have reported whether or not they'd be, you know, scoping it or anything like that. But earlier on, Spencer, I, I said, you know, I, I, I'm almost to the point now where I just I hope it's not the entire season. I hope that it's a situation where he's back for the playoffs. And now that's exactly what the Cardinals are thinking. Can we hopefully get D-Hop back for the play? I knew he wasn't going to play this week. You're talking mm-hmm. about second opinions. Now you're talking about three more games. You're talking about a knee injury. I'm kind of doing the math in my head, and I'm like, okay, he's either going to be out for the entire season, playoff included, or he's going to be maybe back for the playoffs. I guess out of out of those two scenarios, this would be the better. You'd love to have him back on the field Sunday, but that obviously was not going to happen. So I, I think the fact that there's a chance he's back for the postseason is is better news than what we could have just gotten right there. Well, it goes back to our conversation we just had with with Paul Calvisi um, in the last segment, and I I asked him, you know, are, are the Cardinals built to prepare themselves offensively to still be dynamic and to still put points on the board without their best player on the field? Uh, this is a battle that certain teams have had to fight uh, throughout the years, but when you look at Super Bowl legit Super Bowl contenders when they get into the playoffs and they're able to make a Super Bowl run. More times than not, they are fully healthy with their guys. Now, an anomaly would have been, like, let's say the Philadelphia Eagles when they won it. They did it with their backup quarterback, Nick Foles, who, let's be honest, at the time was a very legitimate backup quarterback. And that's that proved to be serviceable. But the question there was, can they do it without Carson Wentz, blah, blah, blah. They got all the talent around it except for the quarterback. Now, obviously, the Cardinals are still going to have Kyler. And this is putting on your big boy shoes time in the most cru- crucial situation possible for Kyler Murray. How does this young quarterback go into this knowing 
he's not going to have that weapon, likely. I mean, they, they say the rest of the season, who knows what happens beyond that. We'll just have to see. We'll see if we can find out some more on this. But uh, in Cliff well, he, Kingsbury, when he talked today, Tim, yeah. he knew. Don't yeah, you think? I, yeah, I, well, I, I think so. And I, I think the second opinion was, you know, can we get – Does he, can, can he, is he out for the entire year? Playoffs included. So, does he need surgery? I mean – Adam Schefter did send out another tweet which says that Hopkins is seeking a second opinion and it is still uncertain whether he will need surgery. But either way, oh, so his this, regular season so this, is believed to come to an end. So this Schefter report does, the not, opinion, does not include the second opinion element? Correct. I believe the second opinion element is in regard to the surgery. Okay. Okay, so – all right, so – And here's on NFL Network, the – now it's not opening. Well, Live radio why, here, guys. Why, no, that's right. While you're looking for that, I can tell you this. A sprained knee is usually about a solid month. Uh, every, everybody's different. There are quick healers, not so quick healers. But you just look. Let's, let's think of it in terms of a month. If the Cardinals can't finish with that number one seed, they are about a month away from their first playoff game. Mm-hmm. So if it's a sprained knee and there's no surgery, whether or not he's going to end up probably again this is <laughs> this would be speculation but I, I i would guess unless he heals up really really quick the cardinals are going to go into that first playoff game with hopkins being a game time decision okay so here's what adam schefter said in the second tweet um he's seeking a second opinion from a doctor neil sorry if i botched this name l atrachi who is an orthopedic surgeon in Los Angeles who specializes in sports medicine um, at an orthopedic clinic in L.A. So but he, surgery, he's well-recognized for this type of stuff. But if the second the second opinion, though, uh, whether or not he needs surgery, does not change the speculation that he still could be back for the postseason. Because if it's a sprained knee and he, they, he needs a little bit of a scope, he could still return in about four or five weeks, which puts him right there at the in the beginning stages of playoff football. And, and this, if the Cardinals can somehow find a way to get that by, <laughs> and, and now it just seems out of reach in a way, just because they are already facing a tiebreaker issue with the Packers. Uh, the Buccaneers have a cupcake remaining schedule. So, I mean, that buys you an extra week is all I'm saying without having him and maybe getting him healthy but that would be who, nice that's my that's my point like if somehow they can pull off a uh, a christmas miracle in a way and go 4-0 maybe get some help from the ravens this weekend and beating green bay maybe getting help from a the i don't panthers. know a carolina the, panthers yes, team yes. or a new orleans saints team who has beaten tom brady and the bucks before um, you just you just never know, but that would definitely buy this team an extra week. And not only that, the advantages of giving you home field throughout the playoffs. But uh, at this point, just just get Hopkins back for the playoffs, and whether okay, he needs yeah. surgery or he doesn't, just get him back <laughs> when the real deal starts in postseason football and that second, third week of January. Absolutely. We're going we're gonna to talk about this on the other side here. So what will this Hopkins injury mean for the Cardinals moving forward? It's basically Adam Schefter coming out saying, and this guy's not wrong about a lot of stuff, that he will be missing the remainder of the season 
for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm Spencer Keatsman. He's Tim Ring. We'll dive into that next on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Spencer Keatsman, Tim Ring filling in today. And Tim, I'll, I'll tell you this. If I were Ryan Hatch, our executive down the hallway, I would never bring me again in to host a show because every time I've filled in, there's been breaking news that has not been great for the Valley. Uh, Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, mean uh, I, was, I was on the day that Paul Goldschmidt was traded. I was on the day Steve Kime got into a little bit of trouble. I mean, there's been some stories that, uh, that I've – been on that broke while I'm on so I'm, I'm just bad news but it's not about me it's about the Arizona Cardinals and how you move forward from the news that DeAndre Hopkins will likely miss the remainder of the season per Adam Schefter of ESPN the regular season though. regular listen, season it's, listen it's a blow uh, there, there's no question about it I, I don't mean to say like hey this is no big deal but I guess in the under the umbrella of wow this could be a whole heck of a lot worse could be an ACL out for the year done the fact that the Cardinals are sitting at ten and three, and they have proven they can win some regular season games without D Hop, get that thing healthy. Whether you get the one seed or not, or the two seed or the three seed, get that thing healthy. Get back on the field so you're ready to go in the playoffs. And who knows? Maybe JJ Watt will join D Hop. Yeah. Uh, when the Cardinals take the field for the postseason, so. I don't mean to be like the classic glass half full, half empty guy. I was, I've been sitting here all day bracing for the Adam Schefter tweet that he tore his ACL and his season is over. So the fact that there is now a very good chance with a sprained knee that DeAndre Hopkins can play playoff football, I got to tell you, I, I'm I'm almost in a way relieved a little bit because when you start talking about second opinions, that that that's not a I got a bruised knee, and I might miss the Detroit game. No, once I heard there was a second opinion involved, my mind was like, okay, get ready for it. His season completely could be over. And and just to reiterate, in case you are just now joining us here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station, Adam Schefter ESPN tweets out, Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins is expected to miss the remainder of the regular season with a sprained knee, but the team is hopeful to get him back at some point in the postseason, league sources tell myself and Jeremy Fowler. He also added to that tweet that Hopkins is seeking a second opinion with Dr. Neil L. Atrachi, who is a, uh, um, a, a sports, he specializes in sports injuries in Los Angeles. It is still uncertain whether Hopkins will need surgery, but either way, his regular season is to believe to have come to an end. And here's Ian Rappaport, NFL Networks, on the news right now. Related news, some on-field news, and I would say, one that really, situation that really bears watching is the situation surrounding DeAndre Hopkins, the star receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, went down late in that game on Monday night. He's been getting, got an MRI, he's been getting tests on that knee. I'm told no walkthrough today and certainly seems to be a long shot for playing on Sunday. And guys, there really is some, some real concern here. We'll see uh, when DeAndre Hopkins is able to get back on the field, if he is able to get back on the field. But obviously, one of the best players on one of the best teams in the NFL, uh, status very much up in the air, I would say, right now. Yeah, you know, their chances of getting the number one seed obviously take a hit. Huge hit. You know, you, you, have, you, have, you have to run the table. We talked about the numbers before. You're sitting at the three seed right now. If you don't run the table and even go three and one, 
you would need Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to both finish two and two down the stretch. Mm. So the Cardinals, the Cardinals have to be the Cardinals get out of jail free card. They're lost. That happened on Monday. They've got to be perfect the rest of the way. Now they got to finish four and zero to have a shot at that number one seat. And, and, yeah. and, and it's going to be a lot harder now without DeAndre Hopkins. And again, as Rappaport just said, there it's a situation that bears watching. Because clearly the Cardinals are not as good of a football team without DeAndre Hopkins as they are with him. Well, but at goes, the same yeah. time, at the same time, though, Spence, again, I can't, I can't stress it enough that if there's a hope that this guy, and if anybody can come back as quickly as possible from any injury, it's DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, in, in a way, I, I almost, knowing how long a sprained knee takes to heal, I, I, I expect DeAndre Hopkins to play in that first playoff game, even if they don't have a bye. We're talking about four, four, just under four weeks away. It's gonna be, it's gonna be touch and go. It's gonna be touch and go. But boy, in terms of what the news could have been today, I'll take it. Should they bring Larry Fitzgerald back or ask him to come back? Mm, yeah, see, I'm, I'm seeing that thrown around Twitter a lot. Um, that, that's a question that that's inter- It's it's worth entertaining that, right? Well, it was. Also thrown out there when Max Williams, their starting tight end, got hurt. Let's bring Larry back to play tight end. So, you know, fans and certain members of the media, I guess, would entertain the thought. Now, Larry Fitzgerald hasn't played football in almost a full calendar year. Exactly. Larry Fitzgerald is not a young man anymore. Are, are your chance? I, 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 I just, first of all, I don't think he'd even want to do that. Could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he, he does. We would like the chance to play in the Super Bowl, of course. Um, but, I wouldn't mind having him on on but, the but, sidelines. But but no, they they, they got no, they got to start. They, first of all, they got to start throwing the ball downfield to Rondell Moore in the wake of having no Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Stop throwing it to him at the line of scrimmage. Involve him more in the downfield passing game. AJ Green and Kyler Murray got to get on the same page. All right. Too many times this year, those guys have not been on the same page. And I don't know what the disconnect is, but he's looking left and the ball's going right. He's looking right, the ball's looking left, or he's not turning around at all and the ball's going right into the hands of uh, the Green Bay Packer cornerback. So let, let me now, ask you this, though, because with, yeah. with Larry Fitzgerald, uh, obviously you don't expect him to come back and be that huge downfield threat that he, he once was, but would it be worth – look, everybody on this team is familiar with him. Uh, he's been around pretty much every one of these guys. They they understand his presence that he could have in the locker room. But he's not as that outside guy anymore, Spencer. That, he, has, he hasn't been that outside guy in the last 10 years. Would it be worth using one of your 53-man spots just to have him as a presence with this team and on that field, even if he's catching the ball once or twice a game? I think it's, I mean, it's special teams issues there with that roster. I mean, you, you know, you, those, I mean, 53... You know, to 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 take up a spot with a guy who's just going to be a, a coach a guy. on the field. I yeah. mean, you know, I, I, I I'm sorry. I, I listen. That would be one hell of a story, right? Larry Fitzgerald rides back in in, in mid December and helps could, the helps the Cardinals into the playoffs and beyond. Could he be that Paul but Newman I, slap shot player coach <laughs> type of guy? <laughs> my my question though that that I posed to you guys was like, should they bring him back as someone they can use in their offense to? 
you know, help out for the void that not having DeAndre Hopkins no. would bring. That that's my question because they could have asked Larry Fitzgerald to come be a, a locker room presence right. in Week One. No, no. I, I, I know, He's I know what you're asking. Anything. Yeah, you're you're asking is the De- I know right? Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is hurt. Should they call Larry Fitzgerald? He doesn't you know? fill the void. Yeah, I mean, not even close. It, it, it's it's just yeah, he, he hasn't played in a long time. I mean, what kind of shape is he in? Uh, and, and and would he even want to do that? And Honestly, is is he is he better than the guys they have now? I mean, it it, it sucks to say that, but that's the real question. Well, let me I'm not sure, Larry. This. I'm not sure Larry Fitzgerald is better right now in mid December 2021 than the guys that are always already on that football team playing wide receiver. He's he's not. But here's still an opportunity, and maybe this is sitting in the back of Fitz's mind. If he does this and he comes back, if he's somehow able to put a ring on that finger finally. <laughs> Does that weigh in his mind? It's a great. No, it's a great story. It's a. It's a. It's a Hollywood ending. Um. So, I, so he. So Fitz's motivation would be to help out his old team and try to win a ring by coming in in on December thirteenth when DeAndre Hopkins could very well come back for the playoffs. I don't know. I listen. You never say never. I have seen stranger things. Mm-hmm. In my life and career, but that 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 just doesn't seem to be a fit on either side. Like even if the I'd, I'd be shocked if the Cardinals called to ask, I'd be equally shocked if Larry Fitzgerald called to ask. I just I just I, I just I just would. I I don't I don't I don't see that as a as a marriage worth happening. I think it's a no. In but late, it's, it's 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 it's, it's today's it's December fifteenth. Yeah. It's December 15th. I mean, I think it's a no, but it's definitely a conversation it's we're good, talking about. It's because, good talk radio. Well, of course it, yeah. of course it is, but it's it's <laughs> also like if if he does it, he could maybe finally put the ring on the finger. I mean, that's just kind of kind of maybe that's in the back of his mind. I'm not sure. But with that being said, are the Cardinals still one of the top teams in the NFC? That obviously took a huge, huge hit today. We're going to wrap up the show and talk more about this next on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, final segment of the show. We are rolling along. Get it? I did a play on the Limp Biscuit song there. <laughs> Tim Ring, Spencer Keatsman in filling in for the final segment, of course, reacting to the news that DeAndre Hopkins will likely be out for the remainder of the regular season. That's an Adam Schefter report of ESPN. The guy's not, he's not wrong on stuff like this. Well-connected. I have a feeling that this morning when we were doing our show prep, we were talking about the second opinion, Tim Ring. And that uh, you and I both kind of had a feeling, right? Well, just second opinion is second opinion. They don't, you know, you don't, Get a second opinion for minor injuries. No, you get a second opinion usually when surgery is involved. Should we? Should we have the surgery? Should we not? So again, you, this, this could have been a lot worse. It's not great, but if there's a chance DeAndre Hopkins can come back for for the postseason, okay. Well, if that's if that's the hand we're dealt, you spend these last four games trying to get the best seed you possibly can get, and then wherever you fall in that pecking order. Mm-hmm. Listen clearly. Clearly, our perspective on the number one seed and the rest of the regular season 
has changed quite a bit in the last 72 hours. And especially in the last 30 minutes. Right. When, but, it, when it becomes official. But, but, but between the, the, the loss to the Rams. Right. And now the injury to Hopkins. It's okay. It's okay. Let's let's kind of recalibrate here. We're no longer at the top. We're they're no longer at the top of the NFC standings. They just got somewhat manhandled against a division team mm-hmm. a couple of nights ago at home on national TV. Uh, their quarterback made two backbreaking interceptions. Mm-hmm. They couldn't cover Cooper Cup. And you're, you're asking you, they're three and three in their last six, and all of a sudden they're the third seed. And DeAndre Hopkins is out for the regular season, it looks like. So you, yeah. you, you kind of recalibrate everything right now here on a on a Wednesday and you say, okay, let's just let's let if we get the number one seed, great if you're the Cardinals, I'm talking now. And hey, listen, let's just get out there and, and just try to get the best seed we possibly can get. If it's number one, fine. If not, but let's just get our guys healthy again for the postseason. Because we put ourselves in a position with our play against the Rams, and then of course getting a da- a, a bad break. Uh, with the Hopkins injury, it has changed the perception and the perspective of the football team right now. There's no doubt about it. Of course, and you're not getting a second opinion on, like, a bad hangnail or something. I mean, when when you're seeing second opinions being thrown out there, uh, that's that's serious. And that's it it just screamed bad news from the moment that I woke up this morning to, to now to having confirmed all those suspicions that, one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the NFL, if not the most dynamic, is is going to be missing the remainder of the regular season at a time where it's absolutely crucial right now for the Arizona Cardinals. Look, I'm not I'm not worried about playoffs, but n- now you bring into is this division still a thing of with the Rams sitting a game back? Of course it is, and that's that's an even a bigger issue because then you talk about having to go on the road and win your path to the Super Bowl, which the Cardinals have proven, obviously, they're the better road team this year. Uh, Their three losses are all three at home, but still, I don't care what anyone says. Uh, I'd rather play at home in the playoffs any day, no matter what your record in the regular season was at home. It's a different game in the playoffs. Get out there, starting with Detroit, try to line these last four up and knock them down and let the chips fall where they may, whether you finish 4-0, 3-1, Lord forbid, two and two. Mm-hmm. You go into the postseason. You hopefully get Hopkins back. There's still an outside chance that Watt can come back. You've played incredible football away from home. You still have a dynamic quarterback in Kyler Murray. Spencer, the defensive numbers are still fantastic, and I, I, I mm-hmm. know they have not been great against the run. And Cooper Cup had about nine thousand catches on Monday night. Uh, but you, need, you listen. You talk about yards allowed per game. They're allowing 321 yards a game. That's number two in the NFC. They're allowing 19.5 points a game. That's number one in the NFC. They're allowing 209 passing yards in 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 in, a, in a, per game. That's number one in the NFC. Right. So I mean, their defensive numbers are good. They have been, and, and you know that the JJ Watt news coming after Week Seven. Look, I put the over under on his games this year at eight. That's, I mean, his career has shown that he just can't make it through a full season. Yeah. So Cardinals fans expected that. This blow doesn't – that blow doesn't hold a candle to this blow with DeAndre Hopkins because the Cardinals' defense, while J.J. Watt is a great player to have there out on the field, they've proven they can be serviceable on defense even without the presence of a Hall of Famer like J.J. Watt 
this Hopkins news is is a ten times bigger blow. Listen, everybody's got to pick it up. You're gonna you're gonna have to diversify the offense a little bit. AJ Green again and Kyler Murray. I, I talked about it earlier. They have to get on the same page. AJ Green's got to revert back to being that number one guy. You got to throw it downfield to Rondell Moore. You can't just throw screen passes to him. Christian Kirk needs to step up his game. Mm-hmm. Chase Edmonds is very good in the passing game. And you, you, listen, you also may have to unleash the legs of Kyler Murray a little more. Absolutely. You know, I, I know they've gotten away from that, but you must do whatever you can uh, to win yourselves a football game on Sunday. And then you go out there again, you try to self, try to win yourself another football game the following Sunday. And you try to win as many of these last four as you can, and you get Hopkins back for the playoffs. So Cliff Kingsbury's you know, prowess as a play caller uh, is going to be put on notice for these last four games of the season because Tim, you're not going to have DeAndre It's been Hopkins. an absolute pleasure with you today, my man. Burns and Gambo coming up next, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.